into It's All About Perspective with your hosts, Abigail Peterson from Kindergarten Chaos and Principal Robert Hinchliffe. Join us as we discuss education from various points of view. Take the challenge of listening to see if your opinion changes. But no matter where you stand on the issues, remember, it's all about perspective. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to It's All About Perspective with me, Abby, and my co-host, Robert. I'm so excited because this week is Teacher Appreciation Week. When you hear this, it will be over. So we hope you had an amazing Teacher Appreciation Week and you felt appreciated. And that's always that's always interesting, you know, because there's the teachers who get you know, teddy bears and mugs and gift cards. And then there's teachers in places that barely get a thank you. So we want you to know that you are loved, you are appreciated. And we know that 99% of you are working and doing what's best for kids. Absolutely. And especially this year, you are appreciated because it, as I've said, it's been a hard year. And many of you have had to completely change your lives and change your way of thinking and way of teaching. So if there were ever a year for you to be appreciated, this is the year. It is interesting, though, you know, because sometimes the only thing teachers might get is a flower the kid picked on the way to school. But That's that means right. means more than $25 Starbucks card. So right. it is an interesting week to see how teachers are appreciated for sure. On that note, I had the good fortune last week to appreciate a teacher. Uh, she was on our podcast earlier, Creative School Days. Sarah DeLouis won the Heart of Education Award. and I had. Uh, an amazing time setting her up. So they called and they wanted us to basically surprise her, which of course is my thing. I'm all about that. Mm -hmm. And so I set her up and then we managed technology is great because we sent the link out to the entire school community through class dojo and parents got to watch from home and every classroom got to watch. I set them up as well. So everyone got to watch Sarah win this award, which is fantastic. She's amazing. She's done amazing things for our school and for the country and the district, really, in terms of conferences and things like that. But it got me thinking. Awards are a fickle, fickle thing in education. Mm -hmm. They are. And they can be they can be divisive. They can be celebrated. There's so many components to awards. That was my whole thought process was, are awards worth the time that we may put into them. So there are many different types of awards, national awards, school-based awards, PTA mm -hmm. awards, on and on and on. When we were at Smith, we used to do 212 awards, which I would give out a plaque with a certificate, and we adopted it over the years to teachers who went above and beyond, which is based in the 212 degrees. So I would give those out. The thing that I've, I'm reflecting on as an administrator, though, is how do you give awards or recognize people without causing jealousy or division amongst the staff. Because I think, unfortunately, it's next to impossible in most cases to recognize a teacher without someone getting jealous or questioning, why does he or she get that? Why are they getting that? Oh, they're the teacher's pet. Oh, day to dis. They don't see what I do behind the scenes. So again, reflecting on this and having had the, the experience last week of watching Sarah win, which is extremely well-known award in Las Vegas, and it comes with money and prestige and all that. How, Abby, as a teacher, how do you look at things like that and react? I don't know. Like Again, it's, I think it depends on your personality, but teacher-wise, how can I as admin give an award or anything like that without causing animosity or division? You brought up the heart of education, which 
If you're not teaching here in the Clark County School District, you may be unaware of it. Well, you most likely are. And if you are teaching in the Clark County School District, you may not know about it. But basically, it was an award that was set up, you know, I don't know, nine, 10 years ago and by a foundation here in Las Vegas and to honor teachers. But here's the thing with the Heart of the Teacher Award is that you have to be nominated. Okay, so you have to be nominated now. Obviously, nepotism is real. And, you know, it's like you're not supposed to have your husband or your wife or your mom or your dad nominate you. But in your case, you're an admin. Are you nominating teachers? So I got into a debate with uh, Pam, who is on our podcast as well, because she does. And I don't. I don't nominate people for awards because I feel like I am then picking winners or losers, so to speak, or Mm -hmm. saying this person is better than that person in my eyes. So I'm either going to nominate everybody or nobody because I feel like everybody plays a part. Some people play it better. Some people run, as we've talked about, some walk, some ride. So I try not to because I think I am maybe scarred a little bit because if I nominate three teachers, then it could be divisive because I'm picking certain people. So I kind of walk that line a little bit. Right. So speaking specifically of the teacher, um, Heart of the Teacher Award, that one you have to be nominated. And then here's the other part. Not only do you have to be nominated, but then when you're nominated, you get an email that says, congratulations, you've been nominated. Now, please fill out this interview is essentially what it says. And you have to then, as the person being nominated, basically do a resume and resume it up. You know, you have to say how great you are and and the things that you've done. And some teachers are really good at that. And then there's other teachers that are very humble, you know, and, and don't want to do that. And so then you're running this award based on who's the better writer, who's the better promoter of themselves, right? And then from that, then they have a, a team of people that are selecting teachers from there. So I find that award to be very interesting because, for instance, having worked under you, you were not selecting anybody. So unless it was another teacher or a parent in our building, you know, we it wasn't like every single one of our teachers were getting nominated. There was few and far between. So that's one of my problems with that particular award is just the process behind it. Then on the other hand, our school awards that you had like you mentioned, were the 212 awards. And you kind of touched on it a little bit, but I'll elaborate. (laughs) So you created these awards to acknowledge the extra effort, the extra degrees, which is where the name 212 came from, the extra degrees that people were going to above and beyond their job. And the way that you had the awards set up was that you gave out the first award and then it was the job of the person who received the award to choose the next person. And we did this for several years. And the one thing that drove me crazy about that was that people would choose their best friend or people would choose the person in their grade level. And it wasn't based on objectively looking and saying, okay, this person, you know, the art teacher has done an amazing job and is doing art club after school and is doing backdrops for the plays. And that person really deserves this award. It was, oh, well, my friend that teaches next door to me hasn't received the award yet. So she deserves it and I'm going to give it to her. So yeah, see, you're on the teacher side on this, which is great. That's the whole point. I don't want to take anything away from Sarah. 
you know, because she did fill out the application. Sarah is amazing at what she does. And I know she listens. I don't want to take anything away from her. She really made Thompson an amazing place in many ways this year, and she deserves it. But one, you said, well, you have to fill out the application. I mm-hmm. agree with you. I don't like awards where you have to fill out an application because then it's not an award. I feel like it's just like. It's an application. Yeah. It's a, it's like a job application. You're applying. So I almost, so Sarah also won teacher of the game many years ago. She did not have to fill out an application for that. That was strictly based upon a parent nominating her. And it was a surprise. She had no idea that she was even nominated. I felt like that one was more valuable because it was based solely on what someone else saw in her, not her writing or sending in videos or things like that. Mm -hmm. So personally, I think, you know, again, filling out an application to win, quote unquote, an award. I struggle with that a little bit. Um, That might be a personal thing. But going back to the 212 awards, some people took it seriously and some really thought about, hey, this person has done a great job and they deserve X, Y, Z. Then some were like you were saying, I'm going to pick my friend or, you know, my grade level colleague or, you know what, this poor person over here has never been recognized. Right, right. And it and would it's... get divisive. And it almost like you're, you're trying to boost the morale of the of the staff, but then you leave the meeting and you just get like, oh, blah, 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 shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and then, and then when we would get down to, you know, March, April, you know, where it's like, okay, who's left? And that becomes a problem because then again, you're you're choosing someone based on, well, they haven't received an award yet. I want to make them feel good. I want to make them feel and recognized. And you know what's funny is I never said you could only win once. Mm-hmm. Teachers took it upon themselves to pass it down the line. Well, that's that everyone receives a trophy uh, mentality. Quite possibly. Again, I never said that. So again, going back to it, teachers out there, is there a way to have some kind of recognition. So I was thinking about this too, you know, starting a new school, I thought about doing 212s. There's some people that have run all year long, like Sarah and um, a few others. They've literally sprinted the vast majority of the year. So I'm like, oh, I'll give 212s. But then in my back of my mind, I'm traumatized because I don't want to put anything bad in the atmosphere at Thompson that starts to create any kind of division. You know, so then you're like, well, I know some schools have quote unquote teacher of the year and support staff member of the year. But again, why did he get that? Why did she get that? I do more. I do this. Oh, I'm not out in front. I'm not on Instagram. Is there a way to recognize individuals without giving everybody a trophy that's not divisive? That's my that's my big question right now as an admin thinking about awards. Well, I think about other professions. I think about salespeople. You know, car salesmen, it's like their awards are based on their production. So you could be the, you could be a repeat winner. I mean, I haven't been in a car dealership for a really long time, but the last time I was in a car dealership, they have their board up there on the wall. And it was like, so-and-so, you know, had had this many sales. And some people are at the top of the leaderboard every week because they are runners. You know, they are going to do whatever it takes. And so I've been in salespeople's office that have multiple awards on the wall because they've been a repeat winner. And is that okay? Yeah, in my opinion, it is because they're doing the work. There are probably other salespeople that like, oh, every time somebody pulls up, they run out to the car and try to, you know. So there's always going to be the grumblers. I think sometimes where the problem lies is where you are placing the emphasis. 
So what I mean by that is everything in life is subjective. It's all about perspective. Yeah, exactly. That's where we came up with this podcast idea. And so there are people that say, I could care less what your classroom looks like. I'm not choosing you to have an award because you have the prettiest farmhouse themed classroom. And then there's the principals and other teachers that are like, oh, her room is amazing and it's such an inviting environment and and she's doing so much social emotional and you know it's all about the kids and maybe the content is not there. So you have these content driven teachers that are like, look, I'm here to teach content. Uh, you know, my results are there to prove I, I'm getting results. And maybe they're not getting the awards because maybe they have, you know, maybe their room is disorganized. Maybe it's not fancy. Maybe, you know what I mean? So I think it depends on who is giving the award. And again, as admin, as the principal, you have so many different types of people and personalities. So I told the staff, you know, we all congratulated Sarah. And I said, I don't want you to think that you have to be like Sarah. So yes, she won it. I don't want you to think you have to be like her because what Sarah has done is she has taken her talents and maximized them. That's what I want you to do. Take your talents and maximize them so that you can receive the kudos the same way she did. So again, I don't want you to impersonate her in terms of what she's done, but I want you to run in your own area. But even then, someone's going to take it the wrong way. And when I hear you say that, and I obviously was not, in that conversation, you know, uh, but when I hear you say that, what I can kind of like Monday morning quarterback say is that her talents are making your school look amazing. And some people will say, well, that's, that's not really that important. And it is to you and a lot of the staff, but there's going to be some that say, yes, but I want to see data. I want to see it coming forth in numbers. You're hitting right on what I'm saying. There is no way in my opinion, to have any kind of award or even discuss an award or recognition without some form of jealousy hopping in there, you mm-hmm. know, and that's just, that might just be our profession. No, I think it's human nature. You, Cause just like I said, I mean, now wait, no, because if you go professional sports. My sister was in the medical field and doctors and nurses, they get awards. Sure. They get awards. And there's always going to be the people that are like, oh, yeah, well, yeah, they don't know what he's doing on his break, though. He was out doing that and he won the award. But he, you know, so there's always the naysayers. That's yeah, life. I agree with you. You know, it's just like, how do you do this? But so I always try to think about the Golden Knights because they're, you know, they're a team, they're a professional team. And again, I've said, I'm sure they don't all like each other. But in the end, they don't care who scores the goal. It's just that they're winning. I really believe that. So let's just say Mark Stone wins the MVP. Are people on the Golden Knights jealous that he won MVP when he clearly deserves it? So honestly, I don't think so. Yes. Yeah, that's because it's just like TV, right? I don't think so. Yes, absolutely. You cannot tell me. It's human nature. It's human nature for people. There are always people that are always happy for everybody and don't have a jealous bone in their body and are always congratulatory. And then there are the people that are like the naysayers and I don't know sports. And so, (laughs) but what's his name from, he was in the new England Patriots and now he's in Florida. Yes. You cannot tell me when he's won MVP or whatever they win that every single time he won it, because he won it multiple times, right? You cannot tell me that the second and third time he won it, that somebody else on his team wasn't like bull. 
baloney. <laughs> I worked my butt off. And if it wasn't for me sacking or whatever they call it, <laughs> helping out, then he wouldn't have this MVP. You may be right. We're never going to know. But, no. okay, so let's just say, hypothetically, we start giving awards out in education on merit. Okay? Mm -hmm. So we keep data and we say, Miss Peterson has the highest map scores in kindergarten. Boom, award. Yep. And guess what? There's still going to be jealousy. That's right. You know why? Because there's going to be teachers that are like, yeah, well, I have the lowest class. Yes. And I had the most underperforming students. And I had 15 students out there. Because that day. they can't look in the mirror most of the times. It, there's always going to be the naysayers and there's always going to be the people that are self-reflective. We've yep. talked about this before and say, you know what? Yes, I could do better or congratulations. I'm happy you won so, or what, you know. So as a teacher, you are saying there is legitimately no way to recognize an individual on staff without it being divisive somehow. Okay. So this is me personally, and, and this is not an everyone receives a trophy award mentality, but I think you and I both know we're both parents. And if you're a parent and you're listening and you have kids that are in this to understand kind of this, this little example that I'm going to use, you'd have to have more than one kid, but you have, you know, five girls. I have three kids. They are all different. They are all different and I cannot treat them all the same. I cannot discipline them all the same. You know, they all have their own little ways, right? And so one thing I know about my own kids is that they're all good at something. And I would rather acknowledge something that they are good at than to say, well, you're doing terrible. Your brother made straight A's in sixth grade and you're not making straight A's because what's that going to do? It's just going to cause, cause problems. So I think... Again, not that everybody needs a trophy, but I think if people did more acknowledging of things that you were doing good or you are doing positive, I think that's where some of the awards-based thinking could be a more positive okay. approach. So now I think of it in my terms. I walk around the school every day. I try to say good morning. I try to see all the teachers and I try to always ask them what they need and you know be positive. So let's just say at the end of the year, you know, at, at our last school, we used to have an end of the year luncheon and yeah. we would try mm -hmm. to keep ended on a positive note and all that stuff. Let's say, <laughs> let's say that I thought of an award, quote unquote, for every teacher. Mm -hmm. Would that be a good thing to go from every staff member, not just teacher, every staff member, uh -huh. all yeah. 50 of you and say something positive? I think I did this one year. I think where I said... I like thanked everybody for one thing or something like that. And they had to sit down when I said that. So you got me thinking because that definitely was a positive ending to the year mm -hmm. because I recognized everybody for something they did. Okay. So let me add this to the mix. Teachers do it. You are the best pencil sharpener. You are I never did the, that. the funniest. Well, I didn't either, but I'm saying there are, look on TPT. There are tons of end of the year awards and it's an award for everybody. Is that? And it's acknowledging. Is what? it though? Is that because everybody's got to have some kind of trophy? Well, definitely. Is it disappointment part think, of life? Yes, like absolutely. said life is full of disappointments. Yes, but I think it depends on, I don't think everything in life should be a disappointment. I think there are times where you can, you could do a send off with everybody being positive or, or at least your attempt was positive because again, there's going to be the naysayer that said, Oh, well, he said I had a nice smile and I don't want 
want to be. Right. I don't want to be the one with the nice smile. I'm, he said so and so was a great yeah, teacher. Yeah, so and so, you have a full set of teeth. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know. But it's just a very interesting conundrum as administration. How do you bring a staff together without creating some kind of division? And I, and that's a struggle. When we're interviewing people at Thompson, one of the interview questions essentially was, can you name someone at your school that received a recognition or award? And what did you do when they got it? Because we wanted people who would take the time to say, hey, congratulations, that's awesome. And realize that one person's success is all of our success. When Sarah is successful with what she does, that helps us as a whole school. We had another uh, individual win uh, a PEP award. and. I got to share that one. So if you're listening, just I'll share it next week. But because that person's successful, we as a school are successful. We want that kind of mentality. But it is so hard to find 50 or 60 people who believe that in education. And so it comes back to this whole idea. How do you bring a staff? To, I mean, is it okay if you only have 45 of them that are like, really like, congratulations, that's awesome. It's good for all of us. And there's Yeah, because I think that's a microcosm of society, Robert. I think that, yes, absolutely. Because you're not, I mean, I think a wise man, I think it was Abraham Lincoln. He said, you can please some of the people some of the time and all of the people all the time, but you can't please all the people all the time. Did I just mess that up? Some of the people all the time, yeah. all the people some of the time, but you can't please all the people you know, all the, the time. It's like the whole, the whole thing I say, the quickest way to fail is to try to make everybody happy. Mm-hmm. I can't make everybody happy and everyone that's worked with me knows I can't, but. At the same point in time. I think your rule of thumb was 80%. I right? try for 80. Yeah, I try for 80. Okay, so then that should be, so you should use your own rule. I should, but it's just hard <laughs> because you don't want anybody to feel less than by any stretch, but you also want to motivate people and say, this is great. Let's go. Let's let's keep rolling. But some people, and I think we know this as as classroom teachers, and I know it's been a long time since you've been in the classroom, but there are extrinsic awards don't always work, you know? So some teachers, yeah, they want the heart of the teacher award. Some teacher want teacher of the year award. Some people want national teacher award and some people don't care. Some people are like, look, I'm here to do a job and I'm leaving at 321 and I could care less if I get a 212 or a teacher of the game or any, any award. And that's just personality. And I think that as humans, you know, we're both in our 40s, we have to accept that it's, you know, the 20s and 30s, for me, were spent trying to please other people. And we're trying to make everybody like me and make everybody feel good that, you know, I, I was I was on their team. And I realized that I can't be and I have my own beliefs. And I have what I think is important. And it, if we disagree, that's okay. We can still be friends. But my days of trying to please everybody. I agree with are... you on that. And, and when you're admin, those days go by real fast. But I think in the end, it comes down to personality because I do it too. Someone wins an award that I feel isn't worthy. Do they do. There's uh, principal of the year awards, things like that. So what happens when you're sitting there? Are you cheering them? Do you send them a congratulatory I was just getting into that point, you know, like I do sometimes and I don't sometimes. It really depends. My mentor, Lisa Primus, won Principal of the Year. She deserved it. She worked her tail off and that was great. But then I know other principals that have won it and I'm like, really? You know, so 
again, yeah. I don't want anything to do with it. So if you're out there and you think about not, don't nominate me. I am. I just try to stay ahead of the curve. If I'm on the 52nd percentile, that's going well. But it's nice to be recognized. But I think it's just kind of like what we are talking about with sports. I think it also puts a target on your back. Sure, sure. But I think, you know, like, it just comes down to personality. And I think some people are jealous individuals that some people question a lot of things. And then we all I think we all cheer for people that we agree with. And we all naysay people we don't. I love awards. I think award. Well, in my my personal thoughts, I think who wouldn't want to win award, win an award, but there are people that don't. But I also recognize that an award doesn't make who I am as a person. You know, I mean, getting, you know, in our district, it takes them five years to give you your, your tenure pin. <laughs> You've already worked 15 years with, <laughs> you know, but you know, these, these pins and these little things, these little tokens and awards, now, the the Heart of the Teacher Award that Sarah won, yeah, it came with a $5,000 check. So I'll take that. You know, I could <laughs> I can do without the piece of paper or, or the little trophy. But but I, I that doesn't really make I'm secure in who I am. And if I never win an award, I'm OK because I know what my passion is. I know what my goals are. I know what my intentions are. So that award is not going to make me. Or and I agree me. with you on that. You know, I Sarah whether she won that or not, she's going to work just as hard next year as she did this year. Absolutely. You know, I'm going to do my thing. You would do your thing. But it's Mm -hmm. just, it's really interesting to me. How do you recognize staff members without creating animosity and division? That's really a universal question for me right now. But, you know, you gave me some some things to think about with with recognizing individuals for something personal. For something, and, you know, I, I we go by the philosophy of it's always good to be kind. It never, you know, a kind word always wins. A kind word always wins. And and even if somebody else, you know, wants to tear him down, my dad tells this joke about um, a little old lady who never said a bad word about anybody. And the meanest ogre in town, he was, he was, nobody liked him. He was so mean. And they thought that they were going to trick the old lady when he passed away. And when he passed away, they said, yeah, what about him? And she said, he sure could whistle. You know, even till the end, you know, she had a kind word to say about him. And there's room for everybody. And if you win an award, congratulations. We're happy for you. (laughs) And if you don't win an award, that doesn't mean that you're not an amazing teacher. And I was, well, I was sharing with you when we were kind of prepping for our podcast that I, you know, like we said, this is Teacher Appreciation Week and there's a lot of quotes being shared. And there was a quote that somebody that you, that we both follow in education posted and was like, happy teacher appreciation week to the teachers who are not on Instagram, who are doing a phenomenal job, who are doing amazing things in their classrooms, who are connecting with their kids and are not being thanked, who are just doing it because that's their love. And I think ultimately, that's what we have to say is, you know what, do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. And, you know, if you get an award, that's awesome. And if you don't, you're still awesome. Yeah, for sure. You know, just because you're not out in front doesn't mean you're not doing a great job. Behind the scenes, people are just as important as the people out front. So on that note. No matter where you stand on the issues, whether you like awards or you don't, no matter where you stand. It's all about perspective. Have an awesome day and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We would love to hear your perspective on this episode. 
head over to our Instagram page, It's All About Perspective 2021, or our Facebook and Twitter page and share your opinion. Don't forget to subscribe or rate and review on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast. And one last thing, remember, it's all about perspective.